Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It is Monday, May 3rd, 2021, and you're listening to episode 113 of the Can I Say Something podcast. I'm your host and a recluse with a juicy caboose, Damien. Joining me today is Anthony Hopkins. Today on the show, we'll be discussing, with possible spoilers for all things involved, what we've been watching and also listening to, including the 93rd Academy Awards, Mayor of Easttown, Episode 2, and the two-year anniversary rewatch of Avengers Endgame. Right to the show, bicycle at gmail.com, bicycle on Twitter, subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, rate and review it on Apple and iTunes, tell a friend, family member, or stranger. Dion, how's it going, buddy? Call me Anthony Hopkins, brother. You can call me Anthony yes. Hopkins because you did not think I had any chance of winning our little Oscar bet. We, we didn't think we had any chance. And when I say we, <laughs> I mean all of humanity. Every single person alive on this earth in 2021 did not think that Anthony Hopkins was going to win that title. It was like a zero, it was a negative 600 chance on, on Vegas odds. Vegas odds had, had him in second, but at, a, at like, you know, However far back you can be and still be contentious in contention. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boswick was definitely so, the favorite. Um, it was. But hey, you know what? I mean, even though I crushed what? all of you guys in our pick yeah, and pool. Crush is um, a strong word. None of us had Anthony Hopkins winning. Do no. you feel, I mean, I didn't actually watch the movie. I heard great things from you and I heard great things from the community. But do you feel like ha- after having watched that, they're like, all right, huh? maybe... Maybe I, I was a little too hard on that performance. Like, were you blinded by Chadwick Boseman, or were you just legitimately convinced that he did a better job than Anthony Hopkins did? No, I think looking back on it, like who had the best performance was Anthony Hopkins. Uh, Ch- Chadwick Boseman, unfortunately dying, uh, pushed him to the front of the pack. That's yeah. that's what happened there. Right. And so I was thinking with my you know brain, my my political brain, I was putting my brain in the position of you know the Academy voters who gave it to Heath Ledger when he died. So that was my mm-hmm. thinking of just like, okay, this is, uh, this is what happens. You, you honor the person who had passed away right. rather than giving the best best performance its award. So that's what I thought was going to happen. Fortunately, it did not go that way. Did you say unfortunately or fortunately? Unfortunately. You think so? Because, unfortunately, I mean, uh, oh, I heard a case for it. All right, check it out. Boswick, yeah. Boswick died, and I, I guess the realistic reasoning for someone to get a award posthumously is because this is the last body of work that he will ever have. So yes, to, to yes, reward that, yep. that work, um, even if it's like, like cause Hopkins won, uh, and there, there's a case that, you know, both had, you know, the better performance. Some people actually agree with that. Um, but just, just the yeah. idea that that's supposed to be the thing that pushes it over the top. It's just a little dirty with me. You know, and and, and right. I don't know if even uh, Boswick would actually want that. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I'm saying Boswick. I'm combining names. Boswick Boswick. would actually <laughs> want that to happen. Like, I, I don't mm, think he, yeah. if he was alive to look back on this and be like, to see kind of the rage that came with Hopkins winning is like, how, how did this not? How was this not Chadwick's award to win? Uh, like, even not even I feel like he would agree with that. Like, it's like, hey, you know, that's what happened. That's what I mean. I don't know. It it, it seems like. The, the 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 world wants to to give this to him to to honor the man, but at the same time, he doesn't seem like the guy that was just like would be interested in the honor. It, it, it would mean something to him, but it, it doesn't mean that much to him. It's, I don't know. I feel like we could put un- ourselves yeah. in his shoes and be like, yeah, 
all right, it's cool. It's cool, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not unprecedented for the Academy to give an award to like not the quote unquote right movie or the not the quote unquote right actor, right? Not the not the quote unquote best performance. You have, you know, uh Martin Scorsese winning for The Departed, great movie, one of his best movies. I wouldn't definitely not say his best movie. I would definitely award him, you know, give him that award much, much sooner than that. Goodfellas, Casino, uh, Raging Bull, you know, many, many other movies he should have gotten the award for pre that. But well, that that award, you could look at it and say, okay, that was, uh, you know, career career award, you know, best career, you know, yeah. honoring his career at that point. So there's been times before where the award doesn't necessarily go to the best performance. It goes to the person, the director or the actor who is is needed, who, who people feel like should be recognized at that at that time, at that moment. So mm. him, Chadwick winning that, you know, on Sunday would not have been unprecedented. No, yeah, no. So. In fact, in certain climates, you you would, I mean, everybody expected it to happen. It almost seemed like they rearranged the Oscars because everyone oh, expected God. it would happen. Oh, so, my God. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. And, it, and when it didn't happen, it turned out very messy. But, yeah, like you said, it wouldn't be unprecedented for that to happen. Yeah. And, uh, almost expected, but I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not griping about it. I, I haven't watched yeah. Hopkins' performance, so I, I really don't have too amazing. much. Of a, it's amazing. It's one of the best. I, I've heard it's, that. It's, That's it what I'm hearing. It's just like oh, the, the thing yeah. about the father and his performance is a lot of people can relate to the the situation that character was in, and yeah. they they were just saying that like watching him do that was enough to just like. I don't know. A lot of people got that that shit like dormant inside them. I I mean, I guess that's a, the, the mark of a good, great performance is that it brings it out in you. And a lot of people, uh, Hopkins was able to captivate with his performance of that situation. So, hey, oh, yeah. he sounds like let's, he deserves it. Let's let's lay out what actually happened. So Sunday night, uh, first of all, Steven Soderbergh directed the Oscars. One of my favorite directors uh, did all the Oceans movies. Did the three Oceans movies. Did out of sight. Did a one of one of the best. One of my favorite directors of the last 20, 30 years. Um, did a really great opening scene with. Um, I forgot what her name was, uh, but she walked in. Did this whole nice, this cool uh, music behind her. You had her walking in, um, introducing the Oscars, and it felt like you know she was going to be the host. And I think we need to go back to hope people, somebody hosting the thing because it has a very like loosey goosey like oh boy what's going on who what is this and what's happening and what's next and what, what was before and it feels very weird. It feels very um, just strange without a host. But anyways, so. Th- most of the show was fine, you know. We some weird moments. You had um, Glenn Close twerking. That was a weird moment. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I actually have some notes. Let me pull up my Oscar notes here. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, Trial of Chicago Seven got shut out. The Irishman was shut out last year, so Netflix is still uh, without major awards for its movies. Mink got two Oscars. Citizen Kane has one Oscar, so the movie about Citizen Kane has more Oscars than the Citizen Kane itself. Um, Glenn Close lost again. She's zero for eight. She did her twerk, and people loved uh, her more for that than her performance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Emerald Fennell won for uh, best adapt or uh, original screenplay. She cited Zach Morris in her acceptance speech, which is interesting. What she do? Time uh, out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Time out. Sound of metal. Sound of Metal won the Oscar uh, for sound, yeah. a new category, a new category that was introduced by the Motion Picture Academy this year that combines the former sound editing and sound mixing categories. Well, um, then they also won for film editing too, right? 
Uh, let me see. I have the everything pulled up. I'll find it here. Yes, I did win, win for editing. I had The Father, again, very, very uh, interestingly made movie. Not just, it's, it shouldn't be, shouldn't, people shouldn't uh, be afraid to watch it just because of the subject matter. It should be, you know, should see it for the editing and the performance and all of that. Um, so, just, so let me go back. Uh, Steven Sober directed it, uh, directed the, the night, the Oscars. He did the ocean movies. He did, Con- he did contagion. He did Aaron Brockovich, magic Mike did a, did a whole bunch of movies from, from recently. Uh, what was that? Um, the one he did recently, Chenny Tatum and Adam driver. Uh, I forgot what the name of it was. I liked it, I liked it a lot, but, uh, yeah, very, int- very well shot. It was shot in 24 frames a second, which made it have this, uh, cinematic look. What did you think of the Oscars overall? Just let me get your, get your temperature in that. Take your temperature on that. Um, uh, I, I didn't stay tuned for a lot of it. <laughs> I got you, to be a point where I'm just like, saw, right, well, I'm kind of, yeah, over but, I'm, and okay. I've never been like one for the okay. big circle jerks. Okay. But what, of what you saw, what did you, did you like it? Uh, I was, it was fine. Or you say, why did I like it? Or just did, I said, did you like it? What, oh, oh, what was no, your thoughts no, no, on no, the Oscars no, that you I, saw? I would say it was fine. Like I said, it wasn't enough to okay. hold my attention. And uh, it got to the point where it was just like, all right, well I can just go to a Reddit live uh thread update sure. and just find okay. out everything that's happening i was okay. not watching oh. when the uh the, the ending kerfuffle happened <laughs> yeah i was i watched the whole thing i got we were texting got, back, uh, and b- back and forth for uh, a bit while i yeah. was checking some of it out yeah yeah i was watching it on youtube tv spent 60 dollars for that fucking thing and i'm gonna cancel in <laughs> a few days because of the uh, but anyways <laughs> I'm gonna can't. I'm just. I don't use it, so it's not. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna yeah, pay sixty dollars okay. for a thing I, a month I don't use. Anyways, uh, let's go back to the the best moments of this thing. Uh, Denny Kaluuya won for best supporting actor. Apparently, he needs to announce to the world that his parents have sex. That's hmm. a thing that happened. That yeah, night. that's news. News to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. So that was basically the big moments. We were, we we're bearing the lead. But um, so best picture, right? Best picture was normally the last award announced at the end of the at the end of the Oscars. They lead it, they they save it for last for the big ceremony for everyone to come up and accept the the biggest award of the night. They did best picture was third to last award presented. It went to Nomadland. We all had it, I believe, except for uh, Aldo, he was just Mr. Chaos, the Asian of Chaos, uh, <laughs> for his picks. Um, so. Me, Andy, Carrie, and you all had Nomadland. We all got it right. And then they did Best Actress, Best Actress going to Frances, Frances McDormand. I had her. I picked her. Andy had Viola Davis. You had Carrie Mulligan. Carrie had Andre Day, so I picked up that one. But uh, that was all, all for null, all for not. Yep. I'll, I'll talk about point. that later. I'll, I'll talk about that later. Um, so finally, best picture is announced, or no, sorry, best best actor was announced. They were saving it for last. They were uh, they were all in on Chadwick Boseman winning for best actor, and Mr. Joaquin Phoenix walks out looking just Joaquin Phoenix esque, looking peak Joaquin Phoenix, just like uh, you know. At a certain point, you should know like this is what you're getting with Joaquin Phoenix, right? He just doesn't want to doesn't want to be part of uh, public life doesn't want to be <laughs> presenting awards he was just like so i'm out here and they asked me to talk about acting talk about what i think acting is it's playing a different person it's being a different person so there's that uh takes a huge drag are, of his cigarette yeah <laughs> throws his nominees. empty scotch glass on the ground <laughs> <laughs> nominees are uh okay so it's uh anthony hopkins resume 
Stephen Yuan, Chuck Boseman, Gary Oldman. The winner is Anthony Hopkins. Good night. Good night, everybody. Goodbye. See you later. All right. <laughs> that was literally his energy. I'm not exaggerating at all. So, so um, Anthony Hopkins wins for best actor. He is not there. The Academy did not want him to Skype in because they didn't want to have the same feel of the enemies and of the Golden Globes they wanted to have. Most people in the room, and if they weren't in the room, they had to be at like the London Symphony Orchestra room or some bullshit like that, right? So Anthony Hopkins, because he's 83 years old, doesn't want to do that bullshit anymore, doesn't want to travel or go anywhere. He was home that night in Wales, chilling like you do as an 83-year-old man, right? And the award gets announced, and it's accepted on behalf of the Academy. The Academy accepted on behalf of Anthony Hopkins, and the night was over. Boom. Cut to black. <laughs> Just, what the fuck? Phenomenal. What the fuck? I texted you like, blah, 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 blah. what the fuck? What the fuck shit? What the fuck is shit? What the fuck is shit? What's shit? <laughs> and the nobody, Oscar nobody goes to Anthony Hopkins. Good night. I am <laughs> done. Nobody had him. Nobody had him. All of it. Well, me, uh, Carrie, Andy, and you had Chadwick. Uh, Aldo had Stephen Yuen. Nobody got him. So Anthony Hopkins got the award. He, he put out a, a tweet the next day being like, thank you so much. This means so much to me. But uh, he, was, he uh, was like, I did not expect this at all. I did not I expect did not this expect at all. This. I honestly did not expect this at all. So thank you very much for that. Thank you and good night. And He's uh, filming yeah. from the Shire. <laughs> it was from the Shire. That's awesome. I, I would love to be Anthony Hopkins living out there in Wales. Um, at 83. Uh, but yeah, just that, that, that happened. So what's your, what's your thoughts, thoughts, feelings <laughs> about him winning? I mean, I, yeah. I got a problem with it. I, you know, I think it was, uh, just a mistake to, that, that if, I mean, if that, if that was their goal to, to, to close with Bozeman winning or Bozwick, Bozeman, sorry, Jesus, <laughs> winning the, win, winning the award and Boss just having his wife do a speech. Uh, it's just, I mean, I guess it kind of shows that the fix isn't in, you know, all the time. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah, producers nice to do see. Not know. Producers do not actually know the winner. And this kind of proves yeah. that, that. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and in that case, it was just sheer stupidity, just a, a rookie move really to, to try yeah. to orchestrate that when there's not a hundred percent chance of that happening. You're leaving with egg on your face, basically. Um, yeah, I, I don't see why they could have like they could have just said, "Hey, you know, best actor." And if she and if he won, then his wife just came out before the best picture and and did the speech. And plus, you it, you just leave with the the main event. You know, people watch the Oscars to see the best picture, what it is. Yeah, and it it, it makes sense to have the actress, actor, best picture. You know, lead into it. And I don't know, they they kind of got what they had coming for trying to <laughs> <laughs> rearrange that. I suppose trying to do a nice okay. thing, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, so let's go through uh, the winners real quick. Um, so let's start at the bottom here. Let's do some of them, just some of them. We talked about this so many times. Uh, big winners of the night. I actually have it in my notes. Big Biggest winners, biggest losers. Uh, what was the whiffs? I had a whiff down here. Oh, let me say real quick, uh, best speech of the night was Harrison Ford's bit. I thought Harrison Ford was very good yeah. uh, with his like... You know, back back in the day, they um, they, they didn't like uh, Blade Runner. They gave Blade Runner a lot of notes. They said, "Why is there a voiceover?" And uh, so that's that editing is important. Editing is very important. Said stuff like that. Um, let me see if there's anything else here. Chloe Zhao became the second woman, uh, first Asian woman to win Best Director. 
Uh, Mia Neal and Jamika Wilson for Monterey's Black Bottom became the first uh, black women in history to win Best Makeup and Hairstyling. First win to first win for um, yeah that. Uh, let me see. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett introduced the Immorium, which went by super fast, super duper fast. Uh, she had maximum energy. That was great. I love that moment. Uh, Thomas Vinterberg won for Best International uh, Movie. Uh, he mentioned how his daughter died four days into shooting. So that was a sad little moment there. Um, so I believe that's all I have here. Let me just say, oh, uh, Hopkins was the oldest winner ever at 83. Um, so talking about, uh, what was I say, uh, uh, um, things that happened before. There's precedent for it. Uh, in 1956 and 1957, James Dean was posthumously nominated for East of Eden and Giant. He lost both times. So there is a precedent for, you know, iconic actors being nominated and not winning uh, yeah. posthumously. Yeah. So so there's that. Uh, so winners, 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 winners. Let me see. There's a full whiff on Best Adapted Screenplay. Nobody had it for... Let me see here. Best adapted screenplay went to the father. Oh no! Oh yeah, did not. Which is funny because I thought you 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 even said the father was based on a play. I thought your answer was the father. I did not say. I switched my answer at the end. We were talking about Uh, last week (laughs) to Nomadland. Me, you, and Andy had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, We all had best visual effects for Tenant. That was interesting. Uh, you had so the the thing that that pushed you out and uh, out into the out into the lead of the pack was best makeup and hairstyling. You had it for yeah. Marvel's Black Bottom and costume design. The rest of us had Emma and Mink for costume design, and uh, and I had Hillbilly Allergy for makeup and hairstyling. Yep. So that's what that's what pushed you out out. That ahead. was bold pick. Uh, we all, yeah, yeah. We all everybody whiffed on cinematography. Everyone thought Nomadland should have won. Uh, Mank ended up taking it. Uh, yeah, looking USO, back on that, I, I see how yeah. Mank could have won, how Mank yeah. did win. So, yeah, best film editing went to Sound of Metal. You were also the only one to pick sound of, to pick the correct answer there. Nice. Uh, I had the father, Andy had Nomad Land. Uh, best production design went to Mank. You and Andy had had that. Uh, me and Aldo went for Tenant. Um, let me see. So I believe that is it. So winners are for the second annual Oscar Pool Party. Let me see. Damien, myself, had 12 correct. I had eight wrong. Carrie had three correct, seven wrong. Andy had nine correct, 11 wrong. Aldo had two correct, seven wrong. The winner of the second annual Oscar poll, Dion, with 15 correct and five wrong. Congratulations, Dion. What are you going to spend your $33 on? Don't spend it all in one place. I'm celebrating. Hold on. Yeah, let me know when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am I going to spend it on? Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll finally get to watch something on VOD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, News of the World. I won't or, feel uh, as bad because it's all of your guys' money paying for it. <laughs> Woo! Congratulations. So we're Thank one and one. I won last year. You've won this year. Uh, and you had the most has wrong. become the master. <laughs> Andy had the most wrong with eleven. He, yep, not he, he had nine correct, eleven wrong. That's a lot. I don't remember how many 
I don't remember how many uh, who had the most wrong last year, but I believe it wasn't that much. But yeah, there you go. Yeah. So that Thank f- you. finally closes. Yeah, finally on May 1st, 2021, we finally closed out the <laughs> 2020 year in movies. Yep. Go away. Go away go, year go 2020. I, I, go did you see the numbers for the Oscars? And less than 10 million. Jesus, dude. <laughs> like it went down 50% from last year's yep. lowest rated yep. Oscars. Like that's yep. nuts. That's, that is nuts. Yep. All right. So I'm done with that. Are you done with that? You got anything? Any I'm last words about? I'm, I'm glad last... to be behind us. <laughs> um, so I wish Carrie was here. We could talk about the commercial for Lynn, Lynn Manuel Miranda's new movie, In the Heights. Uh, the commercial debu- debuted last Sunday. Uh, did you check out? Did you have a chance to see that? Have you seen that? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay. Yeah, it Sorry. is uh, his. Oh, that's fine. No I have heard about it. About uh, it. I have heard about it. I, I didn't know there was a, a commercial for it, though. Yeah, yeah. It debuted with also uh, a similar looking movie. Uh, what is it? Steven Spielberg's. Uh, what's the Jets? The Jets and the, and the. What are the Jets? The Jets and the guys. The. Uh, the fuck's that Benny? classic movie? Benny. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, the movie, the musical with the Jets and the guys. There's, there's two gangs and they fight for Maria. Oh, uh, what's that story? West Side Story, yeah. So Steven Spielberg is going to do do a new West Side Story. Yeah, it looks very similar to In the Heights. So uh, that was interesting. But yeah, In the Heights has everyone from basically everyone from uh, Hamilton. Got Anthony Ramos, Ariana Glamblat. Uh, uh, we got uh, where is it? Chris Jackson. Uh, some other people in there, I believe, is also from it. Maybe not all of them, but some of them. You got Mark Anthony. You got Jimmy Smiths. Huge cast, huge cast. So looking forward to that. I think that comes out in HBO Max June 7th. So there is that. Noted. Noted, yeah. Give us something to Uh, watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I believe those are the two things from the commercials that night. So uh, before we move on to stuff I've been watching, anything you've been uh, jumping here and talk about that you've been watching? I've been trying to catch up with The Witcher still. There's there's something uh, on Netflix. It, It was... Rated number one uh, watch thing. Hold on, I'll look at it real quick. But um, yeah, one. I've been trying to catch up with The Witcher. It's it's actually pretty hard to. Uh, I enjoy The Witcher, but man, like it's a, it's some dry watching at times. And yes, it, it, yep. it's bouncing all over the place. And I I understand when it's bouncing. It's pretty. I'm I'm pretty quick to catch on to that. But it's just uh, yeah. I don't know. I I can't tell if I like it or not. Like it's Witcher, so I do, but at the same time, it's just like it's nothing special, so yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, my favorite part is when Cavill just when something happens and uh, Cavill's just like fuck, you know, just do the the, yeah. the Geralt fuck. It's I, don't know, <laughs> I live for that moment. Um, I'm gonna jump into what is it? Shadow and Bone. After oh, nice. the Witcher, I heard that's really good. I heard that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna check that out next, but uh, yeah, I'm almost I'm almost done with The Witcher. I'm on episode seven, so shouldn't be too much longer. Nice, yeah. nice. But uh, yeah, aside from that, I don't know, not, not a whole hell of a lot. All right, yep. um, I, you have to understand because uh, check it. I'll come home and I'll, I'll start watching Witcher, and I'll fall asleep, uh, probably like forty minutes into it. <laughs> yep. So then I have to also resume that same episode the following day. So when you're when you're sitting there like Jesus, all you've ever you watch is. Uh, 
four episodes of Witcher. Well, because yeah. I continuously fall asleep while I'm watching it. So that, that's why it's dragged out so so freaking long. Yeah, uh, that's all right. Yeah. Other than that, I, I watched a little bit of the NFL draft, but I'm sure you don't want to hear about that. <laughs> I saw a TikTok or a tweet or something where, uh, I forget the guy's name, but he, he calls in to all the other GMs and, and like pranks them or something. Did you hear about that? I don't this? know what that is. Okay. All right. <laughs> Was it just some kind of some kind of actor or something pranking people? Yeah, let me see. Hold on, Dorsey. What was it called? The NFL draft. Dorsey. He's the the Dor- Colts GM, I think. Okay. Um. So I just googled Dorsey pranks NFL draft. So Lions Dor- John Dorsey prank calls Colts Chris Ballard during the twenty twenty one draft. What do you say? Draft. He just. Uh. Let me see. I got the tweet pulled up here. Watching it right now. Uh, Dorsey just said no. no. Uh, Chris Ballard hanging up on George, uh, John Dorsey. He's like, what's your offer? And Dorsey says, no. <laughs> and he's like, thanks for your offer. We're working. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, it's probably the Colts are trying to move up or something. Wanted to move up and the Lions had the pick. Gotcha. Yeah. They, uh, they ended up getting like generational. Uh, offensive lineman so it was actually a guy i wanted the falcons to get but falcons got uh, another generational talent um at tight end so he's supposed to be like a gronkowski uh travis kels reborn kind of thing so gotcha okay whatever we'll see i mean <laughs> after the draft everyone's just like oh yeah it's, it's so crazy how my team got five new hall of famers on their team in this draft it's, it's so great like every <laughs> every person that uh is drafted is just like oh shit he's supposed to be the next world beater so in the, there's no way to honestly tell until the, the season actually starts. Yeah. But we'll see. Okay. Patriots we'll got see. their quarterback, we'll though. Yeah, who's that? Uh, Macaroni and Cheese Jones. <laughs> what? His name's Mac, Mac, Mac Jones, but and Macaroni Mac and Jones. Cheese Jones, so you okay. won't forget it. Good. But, uh, yeah, no. yeah, he's supposed to be a Tom Brady-esque pocket passer. Um, yeah. I, he, he came from Alabama, had a, a lot of great receivers. I think he had two uh, receivers that went – in the first round. So of course he's going to go from, you know, two first round talent wide receivers um, to the Patriots who have James White and um, that's it. <laughs> so, so we'll see. We'll see how much, uh, how much, uh, how, how good he's going to look this year. Edelman retired. His shambled corpse can't be dragged out on the field anymore. So <laughs> I honestly don't know what's going to happen with them. But, hey, you know, looking good. So we'll see. It's going to be a fun season. And that has been your NFL Draft Corner. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, Dion, for that. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> your draft recap. <laughs> draft recap. There we go. Yep. Uh, so I've been watching a few things this week. Uh, this was the two-year anniversary, if you can believe that. Two-year, second second anniversary of the Endgame premiering on uh, April twenty sixth, twenty nineteen. Where were you, where were you, Dion, on April twenty sixth, twenty nineteen? Believe I was with you. Believe you were with me, with me and Aldo and Lynn. Yeah. Yep. yep. I, that week and the, four the past- zany dudes in the front of us, all dressed up like superheroes, <laughs> getting up yeah. and cheering on Stanley. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, let me see. Oh, yeah, the, the two weeks prior, I was had watched all of the MC movies uh, in a row. I had seen the, most of them. I seen most of them up to that point. 
um, but hadn't seen a lot of them, a lot of the early ones in a very long time. So it was a interesting rewatch at that point. Then we watched, went there, went to uh, IMAX theater, your first time in an IMAX theater. Yeah. Um, yep. Very, very, very amazing experience. One of the best movie going experiences I've, I've still had. Uh, you know, that's at a certain point, if they want to, they should probably re release that <laughs> into theaters so they can retake, uh, you know, what's a, uh, yeah, right. Avatar, right? But also to, I would, I would see that every weekend. I probably would. <laughs> if they, if that was in theaters, I'd probably go see that in theaters if I knew it was going to be an IMAX and a pack theater and a pack uh, crowd of people that also want to see it. I would see that almost every weekend. I really would. Um, but yeah, it was your first experience seeing something like that. Um, really great. Amazing, amazing time. Yeah. Right? I would probably, yeah. I'm, I might, I might check it out again if we were ever to open it back up, you know, yeah. cause, uh, I don't, I, th I think I've watched it maybe once since we've watched it in the theater. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, nowhere on the level you you're at, but it's a long one. It's a long one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's three hours. Uh, but I did rewatch it Sunday for the uh, anniversary. Uh, and I have some notes. Um, the beginning when Tony comes back, right. And they're fighting. Tony's all shriveled up and he's angry and they're, they don't know where Thanos went. Uh, um, Cap asked Tony where, or no, Tony asks Cap where he went and Cap's like, I don't know. I just don't know. And then about three minutes later, uh, after Tony passes out, Rocket says, yeah, we tracked him. We tracked him two days ago with the signal, the same the same radioactive signal that, that went off when he snapped and killed half the universe. That same signal went off at this planet over here. And he's like, well, if you knew that, why didn't you speak up like three minutes ago? So that was weird. Um, Thor is already stress eating. This is, this is before the five-year uh, time jump. This is when they're still, when they're reconvening after Tony gets back. You can already see Thor stretch eating in the background when he goes up, when he gets up to eat, when he gets up to eat, when he goes to, <laughs> gets up to meet Captain Marvel, he's already eating donuts and stuff. So that was interesting. Yep. Um, the gasps at seeing the five years later come on screen. I can still remember that in theaters. Um, the gasps when, when Hawkeye's family gets dusted. Remember that? Uh, just really, really great music throughout the entire thing. Really great score in the background. They talked to Alan Silvestri this week on the Empire podcast about creating that score. And it was just, he said that it was one of the few scores that he's done where he felt like it was right. You know, it was all complete. Very, you know, if you're a creative person and you're, you, you make things for a living, very rarely do you feel like, you know, you nailed it. Like you, there's nothing else you can do, you know, and that was, he said it was, that was one of the few scores that he, they felt right. He got, he got right in the first try. Um, Scarjo in the scene where Captain where Cap is uh, capital A acting, uh, she she cut oh Scarjo sorry Scarjo is capital A acting in the scene where Cap comes back um, in the room when they're when they're talking about you know what they're doing with their lives after you know this is five years later she's crying because they just talked about uh, they said they need to get uh, Hawkeye under control this is before they even get get to him so that was a really good scene. Uh, Chris Evans forearms. That's it. That's the tweet. I tweeted this out. <laughs> There's that scene where they're doing the uh, the time travel testing with with Scott Lang with Ant Man, and he comes out and he's got that shirt pulled up. He got that button down shirt and it's pulled up to his forearms and he crosses his arms and just like, uh, uh, yeah, you you can't hear it, but right now I'm playing Captain America's theme. Great theme. Great theme. Uh, they played a little bit. There's like little this little vignette of of that theme when. When uh, Tony gives him his shield back and he's just sitting in there with his forearms out and the shield on. Ah, ah, amazing, <clears throat> amazing. <laughs> uh, when they go to pick up Thor um, in New Asgard, 
he is uh, playing, you know, against New Master sixty nine, and there was a promo for something for Cap for Captain America the Winter Soldier, uh, Winter uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, sorry, and uh, Aaron is reveals himself to be New Master sixty nine. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, Aaron is the, the guy from the, from the Mac store from the Winter Soldier when um, when Scar- when Black Widow and Cap are hiding out, they go to the Mac store to try to um, in- de encrypt some some information. And Aaron is there to help them. Um, Ronin is in the Tokyo. In Tokyo is the least kid-friendly moment. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of blood and guts there. The head being cut off, not great for kids there. Um, I mean, probably the head. Uh, you know, Thanos getting the head chopped off isn't great either. But that's probably it comes in the, so it comes in a close second. Uh, and if you notice, uh, uh, Nat uh, Black Widow is just standing there, watch him just murk that dude in the, in the face. She's just like, okay. I'm going to let you do your business, and then I'm going to talk to you, which is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> lot, uh, speaking you, you of do not you, kid, homie. You do you. Yeah, you do you. I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you finish. Um, back to the future is bullshit. Let's go get that son of a bitch. Um, again, talking about kid-friendly stuff. That's not very kid-friendly. Uh, Jeremy Renner hasn't been keeping in shape since Avengers, and it shows. There's that part after they grab him and bring him in. Um, and, uh, Scott Lang is like, I'm not ready for, to do this going back in time thing. And then they, they cut to a shot of Jeremy Renner, uh, with his arms folded and he looks, uh, not great. Looks not great. If you knew, thinking back on knowing that he, he wasn't doing his workouts regularly, he doesn't, don't, doesn't look too, too great there. So Nebula Maybe he was left. suffering like Thor was. That could be, could very well be. I mean, he was actually, cause he, he, he went vigilante and just started killing people. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we all know underneath that uh, that fat suit that Chris Hem- Chris Hemsworth is still in shape. So sure, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nebula is left out left out a lot of permanent per- pertinent 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 per- pertinent that word. Pertinent. <laughs> um, so we talked about how she she didn't talk about how the Soul Stone works, but also the fact that her 2014 version Gamora and Thanos would be there. So that's a that's a lot to leave out when you're, you know, being debriefed and you're doing this whole like, you know, let's get let's prep for this giant operation that's going to either kill us or not. That's a lot of information to leave out. Yeah. Um, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yep. Thor protected Rocket when um, when Hulk is going to snap the Iron Gauntlet because he's the last remaining Guardian and one of the people that he's closest with since uh, since Infinity War. Small addendum, uh, Thor yes. protected rabbit. <laughs> the rabbit, yes. <laughs> uh, eight minutes from when Rocket, War Machine, and Hulk go underwater to when Ant-Man gets them out. So I talked about this when we first yeah. watched this. I, when, I, when we first watched this, I was like, there's a lot of time from when they're submerged in water to when uh-huh. um, to the, the on the left scene. So, and I, and I, and I actually... Uh, I timed it out so it was eight minutes from when they go underwater to when they're first when they're let out. So maybe I don't know. Maybe they have some breathing apparatus underneath there or something. I'm not sure. Now, when you say timed it, did you like take a watch or did you hold yes. your breath? <laughs> yeah, I, I literally held my breath for eight minutes. I'm dead now. This is my spirit talking. Uh, no, I timed it on my on my uh, iPhone. Do you ever do that shit when you're watching a uh, like a movie with a underwater scene? Yeah, you ever hold your breath yeah. to see if you could survive that in in, in that worst case scenario. I did, yeah. They had that moment in Tenant recently where they had to hold their breath um, in the scene where they're in the art uh, and the art heist thing. Mm. Remember where, where they're getting all the art? Or remember that there's the uh, 
facility where they're holding all the art and they're like, yeah, we're not going to use water because water is going to destroy everything. So we're just going to suck all the air out. And they're like, well, what if somebody's ah, in yes. here? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I, held I, I always go back to daylight with Sylvester Stallone. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, that's, I'm like, you know, I, every time I see it, I was like, nope, I'm dead. That's it for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you ever see um, The Shadow with Alec Baldwin from 1994? No, had a scene where, where he's underwater there too. Yeah. Yep. Did that to that. My final note is uh, Cap, right before he goes back to put back the uh, the Infinity Stones and the hammer, he says to Sam, "You're a good man, Sam," and he's not, but he's not a perfect soldier. Just like, just like uh, Cap's old mentor back in the day said to him, "You know, you're you, the person that gets the serum should be a good man, but not a perfect soldier." So that was a that was a callback or a future reference to Sam being Captain America later on. So. Mm-hmm. Those are my notes, most recent notes from my most recent rewatch of Avengers Endgame. Phenomenal. Thanks, bud. I'm going to have to go back yep. and watch it. Yeah, you really should. Um, So I got a few more things here. Do you want to insert <laughs> something else in here before I go off on all these things I've watched? I wish I had something to add uh, uh, just okay. to save your voice a little bit. but I Yeah, really yeah, don't. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll speed through these. Uh, Mayor, Mayor of Easttown is this, the show I talked about last week. They just started on, on HBO Max. So if you want to keep up, um, you, you can still, you only have two episodes to catch up on. It has uh, Kate right, Winslet. Yep. It has your guy from, uh, has David Denman, Roy from The Office. Really good actors, really good story. Um, it's not based on a true story or anything, but it's a, it's a murder mystery. Really good. I, I love all those. I love all that stuff. Love murder mysteries. I love good murder mystery uh take place it takes place in uh, pennsylvania uh <clears throat> during the winter during the winter months so anybody that lives in the northeast knows that during the winter months you do the you do the hoodie and the jacket thing so they got that aesthetic down oh, yeah. they got the, yeah they got that that thing down yep uh everyone looks everyone looks like they they live in the northeast too i think there's just a there's just a look <laughs> to people that live live through winters most of their life and they're just like yeah just beaten down pale uh, grimy looking people, uh, you know, they're, they're my people, but you know, there's that some people, yeah, they better not, that look. they better not Southwash like, uh, people living in, in Pittsburgh, you know, it's just not, yeah. not cool. Not when there's so many Northerners that actually experience it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so that's very, <laughs> that's very good. Very good show. Mayor of Easttown now, now stream on HBO max. Uh, the Bureau and the Expanse. The, I I just finished the third Expanse book in that series. It's it's very 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 good. Um, it has a lot of um, elements from stuff I've I've read before, like um, the three body problem, where they're the main antagonist, the main alien in this in this universe, is very similar to the alien in the alien species in um, in the three body problem, where it's just. It's just so far advanced, so much farther advanced than us that it basically does this thing in the most recent book where they have this structure, this giant alien structure near like Saturn, let's say. And of course, you know, as as Americans do, as Earthlings do, they go and attack it. That's their first, you know, instinct is to attack the strange thing, right? They don't understand it. They don't, they're afraid of it. So they're going to attack it. Um, does not go well at all. Um, this fleet of armada, this armada of Earth ships and Mars, Martian ships, Martian ships, go to attack it, and uh, they're they're going basically, you know, a million miles a second or whatever, and the entire fleet gets stopped dead. The, the entire fleet just stops dead, and most of the crew, most of the um, armada is is killed immediately um, because right. you know. Yeah, you, you <laughs> you're on a vessel that's going a million miles an hour, and the thing stops, and you keep going. So you can imagine what happens there. A bunch of yeah, smushed, 
smushed uh, human like bugs beings. Bugs on a windshield. Like bugs on a windshield, exactly. So, yeah, so they... they the the main um, the main conflict is now the pacifist and the antagonist of the remaining armada argue about what the next step you know <laughs> we're all they all got killed so they're like well what do we do now we can either um, what's his name Hol- um, Holden is the um, proxy between the the alien species and the Amer- and the human species so he basically tells the human species listen that thing that 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 thing that you you perceive as an, as an attack that was a warning. That was a defensive maneuver, and the and the alien species is telling you, do not attack again. Do not make anything that can be perceived as an attack, or the next thing will not be a warning. So, oh. very very, yeah, very interesting show. The expanse. This I'm watching is the it. warning. Exactly, exactly. So very interesting show. I love the book. Book is great. Uh, it's about twenty hours per book. So I'm you know one point seven speed. I'm getting through those each book about you know one every two days. So yeah, I'm speeding through that. Um, the book and the show and the bureau. I'm still watching the bureau. I'm, I'm halfway into season three. Um, the thing about the show, which is interesting, actually, I, I would like to talk to an actual spy, is that they're bad at being spies. <laughs> every episode, every show, every season, somebody's getting abducted or or their secrets are being found out that they're a spy. And I feel like if you're a spy and you're getting abducted and kidnapped and being shot at almost every every operation you're you're not good at your job <laughs> i feel like that's that's a good metric to be like are you good at your job no then why are you a spy so but uh still very good good oh, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point yeah right yeah i mean you got to look at a perspective maybe they're they're shooting at him because he's so good at his job that uh they got to kill him you know yeah yeah i mean it they're not be. killing him so he's good at you know at, at something so i don't know perspective baby yeah not to spoil anything, <laughs> not to spoil anything, but not to spoil it, but they do kill him. Yes, absolutely. He's dead. He's dead and gone. The main character is dead, <laughs> shot in the face. No, he, um, they do a Breaking Bad, uh, type thing where, uh, Breaking Bad slash, uh, what was it? What was that show we watched last year with the chess? Uh, Queen's Gambit, um, <clears throat> Queen's Gambit slash, uh, Breaking Bad moment. The main character, Gilliam, Gilliam, uh, Paul, Paul Gilliam, uh, the French, intelligence officer, agent, whatever they want to call him, is having a chess match mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Uh, with an ISIS, a leader of the ISIS faction. And mm-hmm. uh, in in the, you know, that, what's that called? The timer thing that they use to, you know, do each move, your move goes, then you hit the timer, right? The clock. Yeah. The clock, yeah. So uh, Paul put a bomb in the clock, but targeted towards the ISIS, ISIS uh, leader's face. So he blew him away, but was able to survive because it was a directional explosion. So, be interesting if they had a had a moment like that in the Queen's Gambit. It'd be a much more different show, <laughs> right? Yeah, that would be. Yeah, yeah, it would be. So, yeah, really, really great moment. But now, because he did that, he took out the the SS leader. Um, I'm not sure why he's still alive, but he's still alive and being being kept kept captive by by ISIS basically um, throughout this season. So. He he's looking bad. He's in a bad bad way. <laughs> you know, no surprise if you're being kept being kept captive by ISIS, but uh, he's not doing well. Let's just say that. So yeah. So next up, uh, watch Nobody last week. Finished that up after the podcast. Uh, it's very good. Nice. Uh, Bob Odenkirk is 58 years old, and you would have no idea by looking at his face and his hairline. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't even know that. Yeah. 
Yeah, his face, his hairline, and his body as well. He's, uh, you know, we talked about Frank Grillo, 55-year-old Frank Grillo in, uh, what was that show or the movie we watched a few weeks ago? Oh, uh, um, shoot. Um, yeah. What the hell is that movie? It's a video game. It's like a video game. Uh, boss level. Lives? Boss level. Yeah, I was going to say yep. extra lives. Uh, boss yeah. level, that's right. Yep. Frank Grillo looking like a... Just a machine. Yeah. <laughs> That's not like natural. Just like jackhammer. Genetic freak. He's just a fucking uh what's his name in the in uh Rocky Four. Looks like fucking Rocky in Rocky Four at fifty five years old. It's ridiculous. Like he Wolverine bop- when he's coming out of the fucking water with all the hoses <laughs> on yeah. him. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't Bob Odekirk, Bob Odekirk doesn't look uh, you know, that good, but still fucking great. Got his shirt off and just like, God damn. God yeah, fucking damn. Crazy. Yeah, very good Can't movie. Imagine. Very good movie. Yeah, good movie. No, great it's movie. like if <laughs> all those memes <laughs> where you had like Walter White like saying he's like we stop when I say we stop. You know, it's like nah, <laughs> Odin Kirk should have one back. He's just like bitch. It's just like shirtless Odin Kirk. He's like oh, fuck you up, Walter White. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a very good one of those. Very good one of those like uh, like uh, I am John Wick types. <laughs> yeah, he is the danger, really. Um, let me see. Nobody was directed. I believe it was directed by the the stunt choreographer for the John Wick movies, and it definitely shows. Um, I was going to ask you: Do you action. think there could be a chance for a team up crossover? Yeah, very very well could be. Um, be so cool. let me. See. Yeah, would it be cool. Um, the writer, sorry, the writer, not, not the director. Derek Coltstad um, was the writer for the John Wick movies. So very. Um, very reminiscent of the fight scenes and the sort of the, the universe building and all of that from the John Wick movies. So yeah, if you like John sure. Wick movies, check out nobody, nobody. So that's, that's all I've been Do watching like this John week. Wick yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, there was a, <clears throat> I saw something today for all mankind. I didn't watch it. I just saw this blurb and I, I you still have an Apple TV, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, the, the first season wasn't spectacular, but on Rotten Tomatoes for all mankind season two, got a hundred percent so oh wow that might be a show that might be worth looking into for you it sounds like you might enjoy it yeah i might they got um what's the second season of uh what's the guy's name uh the show with the guy that i talked about last year last week but the soccer soccer coach guy oh lasso Ted Lasso? Lasso, Ted Lasso, yeah, it's coming out soon. So I'll probably, that'll probably be my show. That'll oh, be the okay. Apple Plus show that I'll be watching. Uh, you're talking about stuff that's uh, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes that reminded me that just recently they they unearthed a 80-year-old review for Citizen Kane and it was not positive. So now, so because of that, they knocked down Citizen uh, Kane's 100%, too, yeah. yeah, 100% Rotten Tomatoes score to a 99. Uh, you hate to see it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it is. So speaking of like movies and stuff and putting 2020 to bed, I have a list here of stuff uh, that's coming out soon. So we're wrapping up. Put 2020 to bed. Now we're ready for 2021. May 1st, going to 2021. Most anticipated films. Most anticipated films. A I'm a scat man. Most anticipated. Jesus. <laughs> My God. 
films of 2021. One more time. One more, you got one more time? <laughs> okay. Most anticipated films of 2021. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Number one is Don't Worry Darling. Well, first of all, let me ask you, you're looking at this list, right? You have the list in front of you, correct? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> how many of these films have you even heard of? These, these are films that are supposed to be debuting within the next, let's say, three to four months. How many of these movies have you even heard of? I feel like I've heard The Northman. Um okay. Candyman. Is that that's probably a horror movie, right? Remake, yep. Yep, that's what I thought. Um Eternals, obviously, Dune. Yep. Um yep. that's it. The French Dispatch was one your wife was very excited for with Mr. Timmy Timmy Chamelemay, and she shot Ronin. That was the Wes oh, Anderson, really? new new Wes Anderson film, yep. Uh so let's let me go through these real quick. We got we got, we got some time left. Um don't Worry Darling is a film directed by Olivia Wilde starring Florence Pugh, we like her, in Little Women, uh, Gemma Chan, never heard of her, Chris Pine, Harry Styles from the 1D, 1D band, uh, Nick Kroll, we got uh, a bunch of other people here. Nick Kroll, nice. Nick Kroll, yeah. <laughs> Love that guy. Uh, so yeah, that'll be coming out. Uh, let me see if there's a date on here. Uh, I don't see one. A lot of the stuff is slated for... Um, later this year, TB, TBD later this year, 2021. Um, <clears throat> next up, we have The Northman, the one you said you've heard of. This is from Robert Eggers, director director of The Lighthouse, which you saw 20 minutes of last year, I believe, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got to the part where they started farting, and then I was like, that's weird. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> uh, Robert Eggers did The Witch with Anya Taylor-Joy. Which was eh, it was fine. I think I have to go back and look at that again. Maybe didn't I was in a bad mood that day or something. Didn't didn't really care for that one. But uh, Northman, Northman is starring. Let me go back here. I had it pulled up. Starring Anya Taylor Joy, and Lads Gander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, Ethan Hawke, William Dafoe. Big big old cast there. You got Bjork, my one of my favorite singers of all time. Bjork. Um, so yeah, that should be a good one. Uh, third up, we have Don't Look Up. This is a movie. Uh, directed by Adam McKay, uh, done, done all the uh, Anchorman movies. He did uh, The Big Short, great director. Uh, this is a story, the the synopsis on IMDb says, it's the story of two low-level astronomers who must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy Earth. Look, Listen to this cast. Listen to it. This ca- I'm listen. looking at this cast. I was yeah. waiting for you to say it. Listen to this cast. Leonardo DiCaprio. Maybe you heard of him. Jennifer Lawrence, J Law, Kate Blanchett, Timothy Chalamet, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, Gina Gershon, Ron Perlman, Mel- Melanie Linsky, Mark Rylance, Matthew Perry, Ariana Grande. I'm still not done. I am not done, sir. Let me finish. I'm waiting for it. Hit me. <laughs> Ariana Grande, Michael Chiklis, Tyler Perry, Himish Patel, Kid Cuddy, Paul Gilfor. Uh, okay, now we're getting down to some people I haven't heard of. But yeah. Did you say Chris Evans? Did not see Chris Evans. Where is he? I didn't even see him on here. He's on the what? list I got. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he's he plays uh Peter Ishwell. Isherwell. I'm on uh uh I'm on the same you looking at the same I, one? I just I, I just Google it and uh it shows me the cast. Okay. Yeah, Jayla, looking... Timothy, Grande, yeah. DiCaprio, Evans, Patel, Blanchett. <laughs> so what yeah, is this Captain movie? America's ass is in that shit. Jesus. Let me see, because I don't. I want to see if it fucking. I want to see if this shit comes out. I'm actually excited for this one now. Did you I just say Jonah this, Hill too? Yeah, I just put yeah, this okay. on the list, and I didn't really look into it very much. 
Uh, is there a release date? This, this film is set to be released by Netflix in 2021. So yeah, crazy, crazy. Never even heard of this movie wow. until now. I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah, comedy so, disaster. I guess yeah. that's a that's a thing though. Like they kind of those disaster movies in the past. Um, yeah, they they load up on stars. Yeah, what was the one with uh with um oh god, what was his name? End of the, the world one. or something? Yeah, and exactly. Yep, 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 yep. That one with uh Jonah Hill and James Franco and uh, Seth Rogen, all of them, all those guys. Yeah, <clears throat> probably something like that. Or this um, is the end or something. Ah, I can't the, remember. This is the end. Yeah, there's two of them that came out the same year. This is the end and the world's end. The world's end was the third. Uh, this is the end is the one with uh, um, Franco, Edgar, Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill. Yes, right. Emma right, Watson. Right, right. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find this picture. Oh, this one. Okay. <laughs> Let me drop a thing into the, into the Discord about the next movie I'm going to talk about here. Uh, how did I do this? Okay, anyways, I'm going to just maybe copy and paste. Maybe this will work. Um, next movie I'm going to talk about is House of Gucci. It's got some people in it. That guy and that oh, lady. This, yeah, okay. <laughs> that House outfit, though. No. That, that outfit, though. No. <laughs> so, House of Gucci is a 2021 film directed by Ridley Scott and starring Al Pacino, Selma Hayek, Adam Driver, Jared Leto, Lady Gaga, Jeremy Irons, and that seems about it for people I know. So yeah, that's a, that's a crazy cast. All these movies have crazy fun casts. Um, so that'll be interesting. Uh, number five is Candyman. I didn't have it pulled up here. Let me, Candyman. I think it's directed by Ava DuVernay. She did a few things I liked. Candyman. Twenty twenty one. Directed by Ava DuVernay. Let me see. I'm to be starring. Some people that we like, I believe. Uh, Yaya Abdul Medin was in uh, the, 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 the. What's that movie I didn't like very much? Uh, Us? Oh, Us, yes. He, he was also, wasn't he uh, Manhattan? Yes, he was Dr. Manhattan, yep. He was Carl in uh, Striking Vipers. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Carl, <laughs> him, and Falcon. <laughs> It right? was, uh, wasn't it? No, 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 no. It wasn't Mackie? Guy, was, it? was it? I don't know. I thought it was. <laughs> let me, let me check real quick. It was. Yes, it was. Holy shit. I forgot he was in that. <laughs> oh yeah, my God. Oh my God, dude. I forgot he was in that. <laughs> That's so fucking hilarious. Um, now did you say you don't like Abdul Mateen I said I wasn't sure who that was at first oh oh, yeah Yeah. I like his acting I do I do dude's Um, up dude dude looks like he was cut from granite too yeah good looking man so we got him in here we got Tiana Paris who I believe was in uh, another Marvel thing she was in yeah the uh, uh, WandaVision she was uh, WandaVision yep 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 she was Rambo she was Rambo, exactly. Yep. So a few people in here. Um, Coleman Domingo. So, largely yeah. black cast. Well, yeah, it's a black. Uh, it's, it, Candyman was always. Uh, it was. It was the black uh, villain, right? The guy from. Uh, forgot what his name was, but uh, yeah, yeah. It, t- it took place oh, in. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, that was the, right. that was the, always the thing about that 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 um that movie series. What it was the horror. 
it was the horror movie that took place in inner inner cities, I believe, is the thing about that. Gotcha. I think I, yeah. I confused them. But okay. Yeah. Now now okay. I'm back on the same page. Okay. So that that looks interesting. <sighs> Again, not a lot of um release dates for this stuff. It's still a lot of TPDs. But uh next up we have number six, Last Night in Soho, directed by Edgar Wright, another Anya Taylor Joy joint. So if you don't enjoy her, then it's not a good year for you. <laughs> got her. We got Matt Smith, Thomas and McKenzie from uh, Jojo Rabbit. And also, uh, I saw her recently in this movie I really liked called uh, uh, Leave No Trace. It's a very good movie. Uh, Diana Rigg, uh, Terrence Stamp, uh, a bunch of people in this. So that should be interesting. Phelps. Phelps. Are those the, those the guys from Harry Potter? Oliver Phelps. Yes. Yep. The twins from Harry Potter. Yep. Nice. Indeed. Um, let me see. So yeah, that looks interesting. The, the uh, synopsis is, a young, <clears throat> a young girl passionate about fashion design is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters her idol, a dazzling wannabe singer. But 1960s London is not what it seems and time seems to fall apart with shady consequences. So that looks interesting. And then next up we have The Eternals, which we know that, what that is. Um Another all, a lot of these movies I'm realizing has massive casts, massive, massive, massive casts. This one as well. Let me look this up real quick. Angelina Jolie, Richard Madden, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, Selma Hayek, Kit Harrington. Just massive. Yep. Cra- crazy. Let's see if there's anybody forgot forgot to mention. Uh, I believe that is it. Directed by directed by uh, Oscar winner Chloe Zhao. So that should be interesting. I'm looking at this picture of uh, Richard Madden all yep. sp- spruced up in his uh, superhero outfit. He's got that yep. that gray streak in his hair. Yeah. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, this dude like seems like he could be a good Reed Richards. Oh yeah, that could you could do that. Yep, I could definitely see that. Absolutely. Not anymore, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't really do that since he's. <laughs> different character but uh yeah i i know nothing about this this gets into the cosmic stuff that gets this gets into the uh that whole space space uh area of the mcu of the marvel stuff they're not really not super familiar with so be interesting it'll be interesting going forward to be like on the same page as as everyone else in terms of uh you know who the characters are what the storylines are going in blind just like everyone else as opposed to iron man captain america stuff you know yeah. Uh, so let me see. Dune. Yeah, obviously Dune. Dune is Dune. Um, thought there were some people in that that we liked. Uh, oh yeah. What? Charlemagne, Momoa, Batista, yep. Batista. Yeah. Zendaya. Zendaya. Zendaya is Nietzsche. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty. That's Oscar. a pretty loaded one too. Oscar Isaac, Stellan Skarsgård, Javier Bardem, Charlotte Rampling. Yep. A yep yep yep. Let me see what else we got. Nightmare Alley. Last up. Well, not last up. So second to last. Nightmare Alley is a movie directed by Guillermo del Toro, starring Rooney Mara, Tony Collette, Kate Blanchett, uh, Bradley uh, Bradley Cooper, Jason, David Strathairn. Cannot pronounce that man's name for the life of me. Willem Dafoe, Bron Perlman, Mary Steenburgen, Holt McNary. A lot of people in this. Tim Blake Nelson, Richard Jenkins. Yeah, I think that is the theme of 2021 is just <laughs> movies with massive, massive casts again. Man, let, do, you, yes. do you have like a, a creepy radar? Like, um, like, all right, how how 
how fucked up is this movie going to be? Is it is it going to be like uh, uh, on a scale of actor to actor? So you say like uh, on a scale of Timothy Chalamet to William Defoe. Mm. Obviously, William Defoe is like the peak um, stand, or is he's the he's the bar setting for how <laughs> fucked up a movie is going to be. Like if okay. I see him in the cast okay. for a movie, usually yeah. I'm like, all right, this dude's probably a crazy dude in it, and it's going to be. Uh, Total madness. I don't know. Yes, yeah. what I get when I see William Defoe's face, when I hear his voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yep, that's definitely. Um, let me see. So, uh, last up, number ten, most anticipated. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> number ten, most anticipated film of twenty twenty one is the French Dispatch. Again, massive cast. Wes Anderson film. Love me, Mr. Wes Anderson. I just rewatched the Royal Tenenbaums. And uh, what was it? What's his movie? The uh, Hotel, Grand Budapest Hotel. I rewatched this year. Love all his movies. Um, he started his career in 1996 with Bottle Rocket. Then he made Rushmore. I'm just to rattle off some if you, uh, tell me if you've heard of any of these or if you've seen them. Uh, Bottle Rocket, Rushmore, <clears throat> The Royal Town Bombs, The Life Aquatic with Steve yep. Zizou. Yes, guess what? Tenenbaums. Tenenbaums. Uh, the Darjeeling Limited. Uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yes. Moonrise. Yes. Okay. Uh, Where's that? Moonrise Kingdom. Uh, Grand oh. Budapest Hotel. Yes. Okay. And Isle of Dogs was his most recent one in 2018. So this is his newest one, French Dispatch, starring. <coughs> Here we go. Yeah, clear that voice, baby. Yeah. Oscar winner, Francis McDormand, three-time Oscar winner, Francis McDormand, Timmy Chalamet, Elizabeth Olsen, Shishan Ronan, Tilda Swinton, Adrian Brody, Edward Norton, Owen Wilson, Belle Murray, Willem Dafoe, Leah Sadu, Christopher Waltz. <coughs> Had to load the next Hey, guys, uh, don't leave me out. Owen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 Edward Norton, Bill Murray, Willem Dafoe, Rupert Friend, 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 uh, where was I? Benicio del Toro, Fisher Stevens, Lieb Shriver, Angelica Houston, Jason Schwartzman, Matthew Almarak, Jeffrey Wright, Henry Winkler, Griffin Dunn. Whew. I believe it. Bob Balaban. Bob fucking Balaban. Wallace Waldowski. And many more. Are in this fucking movie. Woo. And that does it for our Woo. our top ten, my top ten most anticipated films of twenty twenty one. Woo! Can't wait, buddy. Yeah, cannot wait. Those are the, those are going to be my top ten too because I didn't do any legwork. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing for co. you, baby. So that's our co. those are my top ten most anticipated as well. <laughs> our co anticipated films of twenty twenty one. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yep. Piggyback. Yeah, yeah, piggyback the whole way. So that's, yeah, can't wait for all of that stuff. Is that, the, that's going to be Francis McDormand's fourth uh, best actress? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Could be could be Miss Lady Gaga <laughs> in House of Gucci. Could be, uh, let's see, could be uh, Jennifer Lawrence in Don't Look, Don't Look Up. Could be Nicole Kidman in uh, The North Man. Yeah, could be, could be a lot of things. We don't know. Yeah. I have no well, idea what's going to happen. There's a lot of stuff up there. Now, what the funny thing is, right? We had uh, Academy Awards, the ninety fourth, ninety third Academy Awards was, uh, you know, six days ago. That was in the end of April. The next one, 
supposedly, if they if they go back to the regular scheduled programming, regularly scheduled programming, would be uh, you know, ten months from now, <laughs> nine months from now in February. Yep. So get ready, bud. Ramp it up again. Bubble Oscar up, season. Dude. Oscar season's coming up in uh six months, six months an hour from now. <laughs> Wrap it oh, up, boy. Redo season, it. Uh, yeah, we season go. Season one has ended, and season two. Yep, there we go. <laughs> so yeah, second annual or second annual uh, Oscar pool just ended, and now we have to get ready for uh, it's the third annual in about in about ten months, eight months. <laughs> That's a true mark of a champion. Champion never sleeps. Champ never sleeps. Woo! Exactly. I gotta start That's... the grind again. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how excited are you? About the 2021 uh, movie year. Uh, about the year 2021. Well, no. How how you know are you on a scale of one to ten? Let's try this again. A scale of one to ten. Yep. How excited are yep. you about this 2021 slate of movies? It's a fucking ten, baby. Fucking ten, baby. Let's go. Ten, baby. That's what you wanted, okay, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. Do it. Excited. Very excited. So. With that, uh, might take a hiatus in the coming weeks. There's nothing really coming out. There's no Loki's coming out in uh, in June, so not a lot to talk about. So when, talking about doing a hiatus, talking about uh, letting you, like you said, you know, uh, you watch some things this week, but uh, might be a better, make for a better show if we let you. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, gather up Recharge your energy. batteries. Recharge batteries. Also, watch have have more time to watch more things. You know. Yep. Uh, so yeah. Maybe we'll th- talk about yeah, it's like I said, uh, season season finale. This uh, yes. season finale. Good place and, to uh, end. You know, we just did the Oscars. Just ended. You know, the twenty twenty, <laughs> the massive twenty twenty Oscar movie season. Right, season's over. Season season finale yep. just happened. Uh, we crowned a new champion. So you know, the break uh, season break breaking the season. What do you call the off season? The off season is upon us. For the yep, movie yep, watching stuff, off season, yep. So, good time for a good good time for a break for hiatus. Gather our thoughts. Uh, do a do a post post season. Um, what do you call it? analyses? Talk about what worked, what didn't work. What we want to what we want to do for next season. So yeah, look yep. for look for the next episode. Maybe uh, three or four weeks from now. So we'll see. We'll talk. I about like it. it. You like it? I like it. You like it? It's I good like plan, it, buddy. It's a good plan, buddy. <laughs> good game, buddy. Slap in the ass. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Indeed. Return. It returns stronger, faster, better. Yep. Right. Yes. All those. Exactly. All those cute <laughs> cliches. So we dark before the dawn. Sure. Sure, yeah. buddy. Yes. Have no, have no faith or have faith. We will return. <laughs> okay. Our buddy. star has not burned out. It will once again burn bright. Exactly. Exactly. So with that, <laughs> we will not go down without a fight. <laughs> but, uh, I will not go quietly into that good night. <laughs> I will not. I will not die. I will die on my feet. I will not live on my knees. Wait, what? <laughs> so we off the stage. You're rambling, son. So with that, I've been. De- I've been. De- I haven't been. De- oh, jeez. Oh, Jesus. You need what a break that? and just remember our names. <laughs> Most anticipated uh, moment of the show is the end. So with that, I've been Damien. I've been Deej. We'll see you when we see you. Bye bye. I'm hot. It's hot. <laughs> My glass case of emotion. I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs>